0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Compile Swift podcast. I'm your host Peter Whittam. In this podcast we talk about everything related to Apple platforms and Apple development including macOS, iOS, iPadOS, watchOS, tvOS and any other OS they have invented this week. So with that let's get on with the show. What's up everybody and welcome to another episode. So it's a bit of a news filled episode this time around. We're catching up on a lot of the the stories floating around at the moment and some new events, and let's get right into those. So there is an Apple event coming up on November the 10th, of course, which I'm sure you know about by now. We are hoping and expecting to see some new Macs based on the new Apple, you know, Apple Silicon. This is going to be an exciting time. And it looks like it's also going to be, you know, in line with the Mac OS Big Sur release, which is certainly a late arrival this year. It's it's not uh, running late by a timeline. It's, you know, Apple said later in the year, and that's where it is, but we normally expect to see them by now. But I think clearly it's been held up for, you know, this new Apple Silicon that's on its way for the Macs. Now, along with that, you know, I've been using, continuing to use the betas on a daily basis, and now the release candidate Interestingly, it's not going to be 11. It's looking like it's going to be 11.1 right now. Or maybe it's 0.01. I don't recall, to be honest. Um, But it's very stable for me, I got to say. I think it's hopefully going to be one of the more stable releases. Uh, I definitely won't be using it immediately on a daily production machine, but I will be upgrading my other machines and keeping tabs on what apps are compatible and, you know, what apps are having some problems. So that's the first item. Right along with that, there are some supposedly leaked uh, test results out on the web in various places I've seen. Uh, Apparently they they indicate a rumored MacBook Air 13 inch model with the new uh, A14X chip. Now the interesting thing there is that they are well and truly outperforming the MacBook Pro 16 i9, which is kind of my weapon of choice, if you like, as far as my Macs go. And I absolutely love this thing, but my gosh, it generates the heat and the fans have to ramp up. So if it's outperforming, like they say, that chip right there, that is an extremely good sign. And if the MacBook Air 13 is going to be one of the machines that will get this chip that's a really smart move from apple i think not only is that a very popular machine it is still my favorite mac by far so you know i i will be honest and say that if the chips are performing like they say and we see some vastly improved battery life i would be very tempted to consider trading in my macbook pro 16 for one of these new machines so we'll see I'd really like to see a Mac mini come along with that. I think the Mac mini would be a smart platform to test that new chip on as well. So that's the, the new Mac silicon right there. Next up is there are some rumors floating around, and I believe it was 9 to 5 Mac that I saw this rumor, where there could be an, an announcement next week of test flight for the Mac apps. Now... I actually think that if this rumor is true, this is a really smart move. Uh, for the longest time, I've believed that something like TestFlight, with these new sandboxing restrictions and everything else for Mac, uh, Mac OS, and Mac apps, that something like TestFlight is very much needed now for the development community to be able to get their apps out easily for people to test. And to work with there. So if that is true and Test Flight is gonna be announced for the Mac, I really think that's a good idea and I and I hope it comes to fruition. The pre-ordering for the i12, uh, sorry, the iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max is of course now available. I'm you know seeing lots of people saying that they're going for the Macs. Um, either way, you know, that is a, a serious piece of hardware right there. Now What I don't know is what my plans are going to be. You know, theres I absolutely love that new design, as I have mentioned many times before. That's the design of the phone that I wanted to see for the longest time. So I kind of got to figure out, do I want to upgrade, you know, not only for the newer chips and everything else, but for that new design and, you know, sort of take on paying for the new phone. Um, I am due to replace my phone, but uh, I don't know yet which way I'm going to go. Either way, you know, that's a, those phones are getting expensive. Um, not that they're not worth it, but I when I think about it, I use my iPad Pro way more than I use my phone. But, you know, kind of both are a necessary evil for me, so I really don't know which way I'm going to go. Uh, I'd love to hear what you're going to do, though. Uh, reach out to me on Twitter, at CompileSwift. I would love to know which ones you're going to get be very interesting to find out. While I'm talking about Twitter, if you go to uh, twitter.com forward slash compileswift, I have a poll up there right now asking for people's opinions about live streaming uh, development and coding live streams. Do you watch them? Would you watch them? Or do you you know, think that they're kind of a waste of time and you just go to YouTube? Um, I'd love to see some results there. They've been coming in. I'd love to see some more. So like I say, go to twitter.com forward slash CompileSwift. It should be pinned at the top there. And go ahead and add your votes to that list. It's kind of some future project ideas I'm working on there, and I'd love to see what the community thinks. So that's pretty much the news this week um, as far as, you know, the world of Apple. Now, um, I do have the, uh, you know, the pulled down the latest test version of Xcode as well. That's fixed some glitches that I was having some problems with, so I'm happy about that. And I will be probably using that on a more regular basis. The release candidate, they say you can use that to submit your apps now to the app stores. So that's always a good sign that that final release version of Xcode is very close to going out the door. Um I wouldn't be surprised if it's in line with the announcements next week for the Macs and everything else. You know, it would make sense, right? You get the new Mac OS the new hardware, so therefore Xcode will ship, um, you know, it's going to be right in line there with this feature of, well, I say feature, it's kind of a hardware slash system feature of being able to run iPhone and iPad apps on macOS. That's going to be very interesting to see, and we will definitely be talking about that in the future. I have some opinions on that um, you know, both good and bad. So I'm sort of preparing some notes and we'll have a future episode on that. Time for a break. Break timed over. Coding-wise, not a lot gone on on my side because, you know, it's been a busy week with other things. You may be aware of an election running that's finally finished in the U.S. or about to. Um, And this week I've been shipping a lot of production stuff. So I haven't really had as much of a chance to code this week, but I'm hoping that... I can now turn my attention as we get to the end of the year and kind of shipping app releases starts to slow down a bit. And, uh, you know, the app stores, of course, have their closing times over Christmas as well. So it's always a good opportunity to sit back, upgrade the tool sets, and start to work through some sort of test code in, in the new versions. And that's my plan. I, and I have a whole ton of new videos that I'm working on as well. Um, I'm actually contemplating doing a full course so if you're interested in that let me know, again we chat on Twitter at swift or you can go to CompileSwift.com forward slash contact if you're interested let me know and with that, take care of yourselves and I will speak to you next time